0: Welcome back to another super awesome mix. My name is Matt Sidholm, alongside my co host and co founder of Super Awesome Mix, Sammer, Abu Salbi Samer. How are we doing tonight?
1: We are doing really well. Or at least I am. I, I always answer for you. How are you, Matt?
0: <laughs> you do that you never reciprocate. We could probably count on one hand the times you have. You know, I'm doing great. I'm doing that's, great. That's you know, back for great. another week, another super awesome mix, so yeah, and it's appropriate, I think, that, uh, you know, I also ask you the question, and then I think it's appropriate for this week's podcast that you ask the question right back to me, because this <laughs> yeah, week's all yeah. about questions, right? It is
1: all about questions. That's actually, that's why I did it, Matt. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Look,
0: you're a pro's pro, okay? Everybody knows that, all right? Exactly. you you know they talk about exactly. session musicians, right? How they just like, right. hey, they bring in this guy because he's he's just a great drummer. Like he he's not, you know, Max Weinberg or someone who's out front. But but the guy can just play drums, right? I mean, that's right. That's kind of the same yeah. thing. It's like exactly. you just know how to do it. You know how to play this microphone as your instrument.
1: <laughs> right. I think that's exactly the, the verbiage <laughs> there too. If that's accurate. Um, so yes, we, we have a, a mix that just asks all the big questions, you know, um, this was a lot of fun to put together. I say that on almost every mix, but this one in particular, I I got a kick out of because there are more than I expected, um, song titles that are posed questions like way more than I thought.
0: Yeah. I don't know what struck me. We keep for the, for the fans out there, we keep a running list of just, mix ideas and subjects right as we're going here but um but yeah i don't know what it was about this that i think i just maybe heard back-to-back songs on the radio that both had questions in it and i just thought that would be a great mix like a mix of songs with questions as the title and so that's what we've got for you today
1: (laughs) yes um this one's really good one day i for some reason i was just remembering in our I believe our our third episode or fourth episode with Amy Odell, we were talking about song titles with um, unnecessary parentheses, like parentheticals that oh yes be, uh, don't really need to be there. <laughs> so that's one we'll have to do. You know that's got to get on. We'll the, make... Yeah, that's got to get on the yeah. list. The unnecessary
0: parenthetical on. is is yes. rampant. So that's going to be it a is, fun one.
1: It is rampant. Yeah, but you know what? Why don't why don't we get into this? I, I'm going to open this up by asking you the question first, which is who. Who are you? <laughs> so yeah,
0: I mean, that's that's a deep question just right off the bat. But it I is. mean, isn't that the first question you ask anybody? Right? Exactly. I mean, who are yeah. you? Like, what's who are you know? You? Yeah. Uh, of course, this is from the Who, um, and yeah, I mean, it, one, it's a fantastic rock song. I think it's got a fantastic introduction. Like that opening riff is just so cool, and so I think it's a great. uh Great song to open up the mix. Strangely, it's like the eighth or ninth track on this album. So it's not even like a great opening track in their minds, but I guess right. in my minds, I can, I can rewrite in my mind, I could rewrite history and, and make this a great opening track, even though, even though it's technically not. But yeah, I mean, I feel like in the grand scheme of like question songs, I mean, a, a song that asks the question, who are you ha- has to be on a mix like that.
1: It does. It absolutely does, and and it's even more appropriate that we open up with a track by the Who on our question mix. Like, <laughs> this is, it's just a win across the board. This was really strong. Um, so catchy. <laughs> you did, you weren't
0: asking. Did Matt understand the assignment on this one? You really. Right. This one I, is very clear. Yeah, <laughs> I was really clear. I get it. I get it this time.
1: <laughs> right. That's what you, I think. That's exactly what you're communicating to me with this pick. <laughs> this wasn't Rocky on the winter mix, you know? Like... <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so great, great pick. Uh, really pleased with it. Um, again, just such a catchy chorus. I mean, I had like a number of these songs, the repeated note that I have over and over is just, they will get stuck in your head for days. Like they're all earworms. So I listened to this one and then I just kept singing, you know, who are you? I'm not going to sing. That was awful. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, but uh great song great rock song a classic i love the who they're fantastic i also love that in this song there's like an interlude where it gets like a little bit quiet and that's like one of my other favorite qualities of a rock song to where you go a little bit quiet and then all of a sudden like the drums and guitar hit and then it's just like you're right back in it because i don't think i was aware that this is actually kind of a longer song uh maybe i've only ever heard like radio edits but um, I think this clocks in at, what was it, like six or seven minutes or five? Yeah, it's, a, five it's or if you get
0: the full length, it's definitely, it's pretty lengthy. That section in the middle goes for a little bit, yeah, before the uh, the guitar and the drums kicks back in. So, yeah, no, it's, it's great. But I, I think they do a great job because like wow. Won't Get Fooled Again is kind of in that category too of a song that is probably a little longer than you realize. But right. I, I think they do a fantastic job uh, just keeping you interested during that time. You know, by, by kind of changing up the music a little bit.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So all that being said, Samer, I, I'd like to ask you, how's it going to be?
1: How, how's what going to be? <laughs> well, it. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah. How is it going to be? How's yeah, it going yeah. to be? How's it going to be? <laughs> um, so, of course, this track by Third Eye Blind, off of their um, their first album, which... I had featured Narcolepsy as on my Desert Island mix which is also off of this album. Probably my all-time favorite third eye blind album, maybe one of my top 5 albums of all time. Um so I had to throw this on, you know, in the running theme of season 2 I wanted to be at least get, you know, some kind of a like oh that he always picks these guys because you obviously <laughs> you just ru- rule the land of of, of Bruce. Um so I, I wanted a signature, signature sound, you know. Um, so Third Eye Blind made the mix again. But I just I love this song and it's and you know, it's about a burned out relationship. Like many Third Eye Blind songs, like, um, they're kind of they're kinda of sad in their in their topics. <laughs> they're usually a little rough. Steven's going through some things often, it seems. Um, but yeah, so he's just asking, like, how's it gonna be? But then he doesn't even care about the answer. Like he's like How's it gonna be? You know, when you're not there, and I and I like literally don't care. Um, so it's kind of rough in that regard. But just a great third eye blind song. So that's yeah, why the, made the mix. note
0: you mentioned uh, this being off their first album, and I, I thought about that, and I was like, God. So they had semi charm life, they had jumper, graduate, narcolepsy, all off that album. Like that's an yeah. incredible debut album.
1: It really um, is
0: and and you featured one of their newer songs last year on one of our mixes and you know i said it had that distinctive third eye blind sound to it and it they still sound good and and all of that but with a with a debut album like that no wonder they've never quite lived up to that because it's <laughs> when you have like four or five like charting songs like that's that's pretty incredible
1: it is especially that 25 years later like they are still getting played, still being known, you know, still being talked about like these particular songs off of this, the first album. So it really is quite the feat. Um, They, uh, yeah, it's a great, great album. If you haven't listened to it in a while, press play on it. And you really don't need to skip anything. Uh, You'll really enjoy it. But um, I have a question and you know, this one is a tough one to ask. I think even tougher than your first question that I I asked you, which is, Who am I? Oh. <laughs> just, you know? It's, oh, it's a really
0: well, I, question to ask. Well, I introduce you every week. I, I feel like the people know that I <laughs> but, know who you are. Um, but who
1: am I? Yeah,
0: that's a good point. I guess fundamentally, who are you? Um, exactly. Who am I? Yeah, of course, What's My Name? This is Snoop Dogg's big debut single. Um, this song is almost 30 years old, which is incredible and i went back and watched uh the youtube video with this and i mean you know because he was i mean snoop looks like a little kid in this video you know i mean he's still he's still skinny as ever right back then so so that hasn't changed but um yeah it's crazy how young he looks back then And, um, yeah, just, just an amazing song, um, obviously kind of put him on the map and there's just been so many hits since then. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think when I was laying out my mix, I thought about sort of people meeting and of course the, the first question is who are you? And then, you know, you can kind of respond with who am I, right. And tell them a little about yourself. So, so I felt like that was kind of what I was going for in laying out my mix, uh, with my different questions. Yeah.
1: No, that's great. I actually didn't realize that this was his debut song. Um, I got introduced to Snoop in like the late 90s and like early 2000s. Um, So by then, you know, he'd already kind of his career taken off and he had a number of pieces out, you know, getting a lot of radio play. So it was kind of fun to like go back and listen to this having never heard it before. And it, it sounds like him, you know, in the same kind of vein as, as us listening to that, you know, talking about the Third Eye Blind album a moment ago. Like, this is him even all the way back in 93. Um, like, you could play it and be like, yeah, of course, it's Snoop Dogg. So it's just amazing that he's been just so good at, at you know, um, at his at owning his sound since the very beginning.
0: Yeah. And speaking of uh, owning his sound, he also has a lot of questions. And and my next question for you, Samra, is what you talking about?
1: <laughs> well, I'm talking about the D O double G. Of course you are. Of
0: course you of are. Course he's got I a have. lot of questions. He's got he a lot does of questions. Have, he's
1: an inquisitive guy. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. So yeah, I picked the uh, another song by Snoop Dogg. Again, we don't plan this. Like we literally go off into our own little world, pick our six songs, and then mash it up. Um, you know, about a day or two before we record. And so it was really funny that we both picked Snoop Dog songs and we both picked them <laughs> we're like right next to each other. <laughs> so funny. Um but yeah, I picked what you're talking about. You know, speaking of him having a very long career in music, this came out in 2019. So really big gap between ninety three and two thousand nineteen, but it's still it's amazing. And in this song I just love kind of the ego behind uh, behind the lyrics of like, if it's not what I'm talking about, then why are you talking? You know, like what? Are... <laughs> <laughs>
0: he has zero interest in like switching topics away from, yeah. Like, yeah, you, know, you think about, it, you come home and you're talking about your day and then like your partner wants to talk about their day. And it's like Snoop apparently has no interest in that. It's like, no, no, right. I'm just going <laughs> to talk about my day. And that's right. going to be the end of the conversation right then. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Um, And I also love, you know, there's like an intro part where it's just like, if I had done things your way, like I wouldn't have the bank account that I have. And if I had done your, you know, this kind of, again, there's just like a bravado to to this track. Um, And I was introduced to this song in particular from the show Mythic Quest because Snoop has a, um, he has an appearance on one of the episodes and it was just so great, and it ends with him performing this like virtually inside the game um and so I was like, "Oh my God, I love that song it's <laughs> it's kind of is again, I've talked about this like confidence mix that I have um that's specifically like hip hop songs that just make you w- want to walk tall. This one is on that list for sure. Uh, I think it does a good job with that
0: no, there's no doubt <laughs> no doubt, no <laughs> lack of confidence on the part of Snoop,
1: yeah, so I've got a tough another tough question, you know this one is one weighs heavy on my heart to, to ask you, mm-hmm. which is like, why can't we be friends? <laughs> mm,
0: yeah, that's a fair question. I like to keep our relationship professional and that's okay. it. Okay. That's as far okay. as it goes. I hear okay. that a lot from yeah. people. No, even, it's cool. Even though
1: that I don't have professional relationships. Yeah, either. but you're a
0: great guy. Like, don't, don't take offense <laughs> to that, but All right. just keep it All professional. Right. Uh, of course, this is why can't we be friends by war? Um, of course, in my sort of relationship-building questions, you know, who are you? Who am I? Why can't we be friends, right? Like, maybe that's you just start hanging out with someone. You're just friends with them. Um, but what I love about this song is that it sounds like they were drunk when they wrote it and sang it. <laughs> just all together. <laughs> this was just one night where they got super drunk, and let's write this song, and let's record it immediately after writing it, okay?
1: right. <laughs> It does sound like that. Like, I just imagine I just, just imagine a group of people stumbling out of a bar, like, belting this out and being like, okay, yeah, this is a song. This is a great <laughs> song. Yeah, like,
0: that group of people just happens to have access to a recording studio, and that's right. essentially what happened here with war.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. The... Um, it's it's another catchy earworm song because I was singing "Why Can't We Be Friends" in my head over and over and over after listening to it. And then the other fun fact that I read um, that still makes me chuckle when I read it is that this was actually played in space uh, when NASA beamed it over to a Soviet um, Soyuz ship. So it's like that was so it's like you know NASA had the Apollos, the USSR at the time had the Soyuz, yeah, and they beamed it over to them in space. So. That's great, you know. Why can't why can't we be friends? That's Come great.
0: On. We're spending billions <laughs> of dollars to do bits in space. Yeah, that's great. That's good use of funds. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it, it definitely is. Let me tell you. Awesome. <laughs> oh,
0: a... All right, now Sam, I've got a question. All right, and it, all I right, think it's me. pretty straightforward. All right, but can I kick it?
1: Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Oh, my gosh. Tribe Called Quest. Can I kick it? I mean, what is there to say about this song? It is just an amazing, amazing song. It is one of my favorites. Released in 1990. You can still play it today, and people are going to know it. They're going to love it. If they don't know it yet, they are going to love it. Like, it's just such a chill, awesome song. And when I was playing it, you know, we everyone in this household had a great time listening to it because... (laughs) Why, why wouldn't you? It's a great song, so yeah. Can I kick it? Yes, you can.
0: It's it's <laughs> a great song, and uh, I think my brain broke when I typed this note out. Okay, so I'm just going to read it verbatim. My kids right. got into this last year because a pigeon lip syncs it at the beginning of the Tom and Jerry movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that checks <Okay>. out. So, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's great. Song. Everybody.
0: Can... <laughs> Everybody just take a moment to digest what you just heard. Okay. (laughs) My children got into a tribe called quest because a pigeon lip syncs it at the beginning of the Tom and Jerry movie.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just let that sink in.
0: It's insane. I think that's That's an insane statement.
1: It is an insane statement. statement. Those words put together should have never, (laughs) (laughs) it should never have have never happened, but that's what happened. Yeah.
0: That's what happened in my household. Great song though. (laughs) I love it. That
1: is. That's a that's a very interesting way to be introduced to music. You know, there's no wrong way, Matt. No, there's, no there's not way.
0: there's not a wrong way. I'm glad my kids enjoyed it, but it's just comical to think about that origin.
1: <laughs> it really is. It really is. All right. Well, um I got a question. And it's about someone you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's you might have heard this before actually, whenever mm-hmm. you started dating which is just like, is she really going out with him, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the perfect next stage in the uh, relationship series of questions, yes. right? Like, now you're dating this person and people are thinking, is she really going out with him? Okay, of course this is the great Joe Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is a really funny song. And uh, Joe Jackson is, I don't think he's a great singer, right? Um, but I think he's kind of a clever songwriter. <laughs> Right. And um, you know, I think musically like he's he's pretty good too. Um, but yeah, I I really like this song. I th- I just think it's kind of funny. Uh it was unnecessarily remade by Sugar Ray like uh I don't know, early 2000s or something like sure. that. So people might be familiar with that, but go back and listen to the Joe Jackson original because I think it's uh it's pretty strong.
1: It is it's a it's a good song. Again, another earworm because you could just sing that chorus over and over again. I had never really paid attention that he literally is describing these men that are with pretty women as gorillas, which yeah. is a, it's a very judgy comment to make towards another human. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty women out walking with gorillas down my street. And he's like a, presumably in his apartment looking at these women with these men and saying, is she really going out with him? And the question I had, and I think the internet has, is like, is he jealous or is he... You know, like, is he just in disbelief? Like, which one Which one is it? Is it both? Does does he consider himself a gorilla, I guess? And he's, like, really upset mm. of how they pulled it off? So this is I, what this, I want to know.
0: I, you know, I always think of this as there's a little bit of jealousy here, right? Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're kind of lonely, and you're just looking around and going, well, what's going on there, you know? Right. And look, I think we've all been there. Like, you see a couple where there's a little bit of a mismatch, right? Like sure. one's a yeah. nine, the other's a six. And it's like, what's, what's happening there? What's, right. how, how did this work out?
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, all right, Sam, so I've got another question for you. Uh, and this one might be difficult to answer. Um, where is my mind?
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know where yours is. I don't know where <laughs> mine is. I don't know where collectively our mind is as people. It. It parked itself sometime in I don't know twenty nineteen and <laughs> I haven't found it since. <laughs> it's been gone for a few years, yeah, <laughs> <It's>, yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. But yes, "Where's My Mind" by by the Pixies, um, one of the greatest songs of all time, in my opinion. You know, in my humble opinion, of course, I, I'm <laughs> but a mere podcaster. Um, but the first time I heard it, I listened to it probably. Like 3,000 times. I think I just, this was one of the ones where you could just click repeat song and just let it play over and over. And I'd actually been introduced to it um, through the movie Fight Club because it, it plays over the credits at the end of the movie Fight Club and it's like this really iconic scene. Um, and so I just it, like was obsessed with it in that regard too because I love the movie Fight Club. Uh, so this movie is just like a, a time warp for me of like being, you know, younger, watching that movie for the first time, falling in love with that song and. And going out and trying to try to find it as best I can, um, you know, because again, this was like kind of pre-streaming music streaming days. To um, so hear a song and like you've got to first try to figure out what what you just heard, <laughs> and then be where can you go get it? So um, that's why I, I, you know, I want to ask that question: Where is my mind? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I did. I did guess that you probably got introduced through it to it through Fight Club. Because this is... Well, I mean, I think a lot of people did, actually. Because that movie was a, a pretty big hit. And this was, you know, a part of it, for sure. Um, so... But, yeah, this is off the Pixies' debut album. Which, you know, going back to Third Eye Blind, kind of the same thing. Where it's like, wow, what an, what an incredible debut album. If, if this is kind of a an iconic song to come, after, uh, come off of that album.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, exactly. Like it, it, it's It's such a simple kind of a simple song too but it just works it works so well um and i just love like kind of the manic energy to it and everything as as he kind of like talks about this weird story of snorkeling with fish and (laughs) yeah feeling upside down and all this kind of stuff like it just it just works very well like the lyrics and the sound actually match up really well in this one um but you know what? I, I have a question for you know maybe it's for you maybe it's just for all of us. Mm-hmm. As, you know we talk about about people in in the grand scheme of things. But what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Mm.
0: Yeah, that's that's a is great question. Is there anything question. funny that's a great about question. it? I don't think there's yeah. anything funny about it. No. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing no, I don't funny think so about either. it. Uh, this is of course I went with the Elvis Costello version of the song. This is a Nick Lowe song, and uh, he has a version of it out. Of course. Um, But it's really interesting the difference between the two versions of these these songs because um, Niccolo's version is um, a little heavier and, you know, kind of a sadder sounding song. And, you know, the, the lyrics are exactly the same. But then you listen to Elvis Costello's version and it's a little more upbeat and it's just a little bit more hopeful. And so they both ask the same question. They both sing the same words. But it's just kind of remarkable how different the two of them sound.
1: Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in. And go follow Mab Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. I have, I actually haven't heard the the other version. Um, I'm familiar with the title of the song, and I remember it being, I think it it featured in a documentary of music in the 70s recently, but... um, I'll have to go and listen to that one. I really like this one. I the, the lyrics still resonate today, unfortunately. You know, I always joke that, like, all these songs written back in the 60s and 70s, and I was like, oh, you know, what a troublesome time back then, and we've solved all these problems <laughs> today. <laughs> but, like, these lyrics, these lyrics in particular, you know, as I walked on through troubled times, my spirit gets so downhearted sometimes. So where are the strong? Who are the trusted? Where is the harmony? Sweet harmony. Um, and I read those and just found myself weeping uncontrollably. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got uh, a catchy beat at the same time, you know, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it picks yeah. you back up. Exactly. Yeah, it's like uh, the laugh cry emoji. You know, you don't know if you're laughing, you're crying, you're kind of both. And- <laughs> It's all very confusing. But it's
0: a very appropriate question to ask today. What's what's it so is. funny about this? Maybe we could get some more around, you know, a little peace, love, oh, sure. and understanding. Sure, Just
1: like even a little bit more. Just you know, just
0: like, a skosh. Yeah. Just not, <laughs> yeah. you know, like when you <laughs> exactly. want just a little bit more half and half in your coffee at the coffee place. It's like, no, nah, just, right. just uh, tilt it over. Just keep going. Now you're good. Exactly. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit more. All right, Sam. Or my next question for you, okay? And please don't reveal what this actually is. But um,
1: what's my age again? <laughs> Something really old is all <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, what's my age again? This is, of course, by Blink One Eighty Two. A just forever classic, famous song off of off of um, you know one of their earlier albums. And I literally ask myself this question, I think, on a monthly basis. <laughs> um, I, And it's not that I don't, it's not that I'm like, you know, so I'm in my 30s. Uh, I actually have a birthday coming up pretty soon. But I will literally have to do the date math of like, okay, it's, I think it's 2022. And I was born in this year. Okay, that's my age. Because <laughs> I just kind of lost track again. Like I just, <laughs> certainly in the last two years um But you know, more so in the last like five or so years, I just I don't know I don't know if it's moving to New York and everything is so crazy. But I literally ask myself what's my age again all the time. So I had to throw <laughs> this song on here. <laughs> well,
0: it's a great pick, and it's a great question to ask. Um, this came out in that magical year of 1999 that we've often referenced. Um, great year, which was yeah the year I graduated college. So people could go you know go ahead and do the math as to how old I am. But, um, you know, appropriate time to come out right when you're kind of moving into quote unquote adulthood, right? Like you're out of school and you're doing grown up things like, so, um, yeah, but I think, I mean, I, you know, I'm older than Samer, and I think, uh, yeah, that's all, you know, a question I ask myself sometimes as well, <laughs> like, what is it for again? sure? Because I find myself <laughs> still laughing at things I probably shouldn't laugh at and, and, you know, making plenty of dumb mistakes too.
1: Of course. Well, you know, so I have a couple more notes on this. Number one, just a, a fantastic blink Two song. I think this is one of my first introductions to kind of to, to them as a band. Um, and, you know, they still had that like really punky sound. Like this was still in that, that time before they kind of morphed into more like alt rock and kind of heavy rock. Um, so just a, just a great Blink song. But then um, I think it's kind of fun to not know your age in a way, right? Because I think that just kind of means that you're doing a lot of things and and I I view it as like a positive thing in my life I could you know it's just kind of a thing a sense of I'm doing what I love I'm very grateful to be able to do that and so I don't know I don't think I care that I lose track of my age I think as long as you're kind of having fun with what you're doing like don't don't let your age define you that's my kind of take on on that whole uh, question
0: yeah I think it's a good sign when people are surprised to learn how old you are like I get that a lot where I tell people my age, and they're like, "Oh, like so." It's it's. I'm assuming that I I you know, look younger than I am, maybe or maybe just act younger. Either way, right? Um, yeah. Either way, I think it's a positive. Um, when when people don't realize how old you are, you know, you don't necessarily act your age, quote unquote, whatever that means. Right. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever that means. That's a good point. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. I got one more question for you, actually. Yeah. And I want to know, how deep is your love? Mm. Thank <laughs> and you. Actually, thank you for asking yeah. that. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> I don't feel uncomfortable at all asking you that question. <laughs> you don't sound
0: uncomfortable either. And the people out there nope. aren't sensing it. No, that's for sure. No. no. So in my sort of fictitious like uh, lineup of questions here, we've got, who are you? Who am I? Why can't we be friends? Is she really going out with him? What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Finally the relationship's working. Okay. And you can ask yourselves, how deep is your love? Right? And <laughs> we got this great song by the Bee Gees. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love the I think we love the Bee Gees, like we've talked about them before yes. on this show so many times. Um, and this is just a great non disco song. Um that for the most part you can actually sing along to too you know there's only some some really like a couple kind of falsetto parts at the end that are kind of tough but for the most part you could sing along to this song and um no, oh, it's just it, it's just a great well-written song and um it asks a great question how deep is your love
1: it is it's it's a beautiful song i mean this is like when it, again, we've talked about the Bee Gees doc and, and about this band a whole lot, but it's incredible that they really are, for people who don't know the Bee Gees, they're known just for, like, staying alive in the disco sound. And they have such a wide range. Um, so again, uh, our plea to you, if you if you haven't given the Bee Gees a chance, like, give them a chance. So you will be amazed at, at like, what you'll hear. Because uh, they are just incredibly talented musicians. They were prolific songwriters. It, it's amazing like uh just how big they were in music uh as an industry
0: yeah no they they really are incredible and you know we we could probably make a mix one day of songs just written by the Bee Gees that weren't sung by them you know because uh, that's that. yeah because yeah, because there's a pretty deep catalog there of of pretty popular songs um but sam i've got finally the final question for tonight i think it's an appropriate last question okay all right. Will you be there?
1: <laughs> I, I might. I'm, I'm kind <laughs> of busy these days. I might be there. I don't want to promise anything. Um, yes. Will you be there by Michael Jackson, um, notably for the Free Willy soundtrack. So I, and I knew I had to include this one for a couple of reasons. One, it's actually just a great Michael Jackson song. Uh, This was in the 90s, of course, with the movie Free Willy, which I was obsessed with as a a child. (laughs) Um, And even more fun, I uh, was lucky enough to get a Discman for either a birthday or Christmas, I can't remember. And so it was like a Sony Discman. It was one of, you know, early days of, of CD players kind of being out there. And I, I got the Free Willy CD. Is the very first CD I owned. I remember treating it so gingerly. I mean, I think I even like would wear gloves to handle it. <laughs> like just so blown away by this new technology. Um, and and this also, if you if you were uh, you know around for this time, you can relate. If you like breathed on it, it would skip. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah it was it was designed as like a portable cd player but like my goodness there was nothing portable about it you couldn't listen to it in car rides because every bump it would stop like <laughs> it, would, it would scratch your discs like crazy oh yeah but yeah. still <laughs> still it was amazing so free Willy was my very first cd and arguably first album as a result they ever owned um because i wasn't really buying like cassette albums or anything i i kind of exclusively listened to music on the radio but anyway all that to say great sound um just also another time warp for me so will you be there rounds it out for me
0: and now i i love this song i was so excited when you included it in in your mix because i i kind of forgot about it like i, I probably would have included it in mind if i had remembered it um and i immediately thought i said did this win an oscar when it came out because i was like for like best song well, right. oddly enough, it, this movie came out in 93, and so it would have been the 94 Oscars. And uh, the 94 Oscar winner for uh, Best Song from a Movie was none other than Bruce Springsteen for Streets of Philadelphia. How about that? Oh, wow. Yeah, isn't that weird? are you... F-
1: you found a way to get Bruce. Into I found the mix. a way to
0: wedge him in here. Okay, isn't that funny? And I didn't even intend to. All right. Now, interestingly <laughs> okay. enough, this song won an MTV Movie Award in 1994, beating out Oscar winner "Streets of Philadelphia" by Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> so it wasn't even nominated for the Oscar, but then came right wow. back and won the MTV Movie Award, which is right. arguably more prestigious. Right. Like I, I don't know. Critics have different opinions, but I think it's arguably more prestigious, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, and certainly at that, I feel like, and I don't know a whole lot about what MTV is up to (laughs) these days, but I feel like this was back (laughs) when they were really all about music, right? Like the the reality kind of TV show scene hadn't just completely taken over. So I think winning that award would, would, would be a big deal. Like, that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, at that point, they had the real world, like the early seasons, maybe, of the sure. real world. And But that was it, as far as reality TV goes. You know, nowadays, it's uh, ridiculousness and the challenge. That's pretty much all that's on MTV, <laughs> just 24-7. Right, right. It's one of those two shows. <laughs> uh,
1: good times. Um, <laughs> y- Yes. Just an amazing song. And I also love, like, the other thing that just speaks to me, or makes this, like, so 90s to me is, like, the, the talking interlude. I feel like that was really big in the 90s, where, like, the, the artists would just have a part where they just, like, talk. You know, they're not even singing. Oh, right. Um, like, just,
0: like, almost like they would do in concert, but it's like, no, no, let's bring this into the studio. Let's do this right, right. now.
1: exactly and i just have to imagine whatever michael jackson wanted to do on a track like the producers would be like go nuts you know like sure (laughs) easiest
0: job for a producer of all time right like just show up right and like michael you're the king whatever you want yep sounds good
1: (laughs) yeah at least musically at least musically. at least musically Um, there were probably
0: some (laughs) other things that made it harder
1: moving (laughs) on moving on moving on all right. Yeah, that's
0: it. Well, there you have it. Yeah. So, um, hey, find us on Instagram at Super Awesome Mix and ask your own questions. Like, where was this song? Where was that song? Right? Because as Samra said at the top of the show, there were so many songs with questions as the title. So let so us know many. a few that we may have missed. We even talked about maybe doing this again at some point just because it was such a fun exercise for us.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. Definitely um, find us on, on social media. I'll have a post up, at, you know, around the same time as, as you're hearing this. So if you're not a follower already, um, follow us on Instagram and, and hop on over, find that, comp- find that post and, and comment on it. And then, um, you know, maybe we even do like a, a question and answer, you know, like mix. It, that would be kind of fun where it's like track one poses the question, track two answers that question. And, and see oh what yeah a, okay i like that what kind i like of a that mix we yes out of that. yes there we go
0: <laughs> now we're getting creative um I awesome know. and if you're enjoying the show definitely leave us a uh, a rating and a review on uh on all the streaming services so other people can find us but um there you have it another super awesome mix for your collection and we'll be back next week with another one so for summer, this is matt we will see you then